I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret. Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer. Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. This is Buck here with Clay. Much to get to for all of you, including this big story about possible alleged spying and now more information on it when it comes to Tucker Carlson, the NSA, plus we've got the teachers unions going to bat for critical race theory. The FBI finds some terrifying Legos, rapid deterioration in Afghanistan, also NBA ratings down quite a bit. They'll be diving into that with us in a little bit, and... The assassination of the president of Haiti, like something out of some Tom Clancy novel. We'll discuss what we know and don't know later on in the show. But let's start with the deep state, because that's what I think you have to understand is at work here with these Tucker Carlson spying or spying on Tucker Carlson allegations. I know Tucker Clay knows him. We often appear on his show and he's got a lot of. Resonance with conservatives. I mean, he is one of the most well-known and one of the most influential voices in conservative media right now. So it's no surprise at all that there would be people within the government, perhaps at the very top level of the Biden administration, who would jump at an opportunity to smear him or just to look for that chance to undermine him through spying in some capacity, find out some tidbit of information that could be used against him. Put it out there in the public. This is what Tucker said initially, that he had not just some reason to believe, but that there were people who had told him that there was spying going on specifically against him and that that there were communications he was involved in that only could have been known by some of the media entities and government entities involved through the use of the NSA's fearsome surveillance capabilities. This is what Tucker was saying. Now, let's just start with a few things here. Is this credible? We had the president on this show. Clay and I asked him 
do you believe this, the former president, Donald Trump? And he said, yes, it's entirely credible. And now why would that matter? Because we know that the spying apparatus of the intelligence community, which I used to work for, so I have quite some familiarity as a former CIA officer with how this stuff works, the spying apparatus was abused. This is a matter of fact, a matter of record against the Trump administration, against the Trump campaign. You had the FBI uh, deployment of informants and, and a full field operation against George Papadopoulos, the FISA against Carter Page. And they got away with it, folks. That's the there was no accountability. So what was before the deep state, you may need to think of now as just the state, as in the people in charge, the ones calling the shots at these organizations are tied indirectly to the Biden administration. Clay, here's what we've got from Axios. Tucker Carlson was talking to U.S. based Jonathan Swan with a scoop. U.S. based Kremlin intermediaries about setting up an interview with Vladimir Putin shortly before the Fox News host accused the National Security Agency of spying on him. Let's just start with this. At at this stage of the game, Clay, the level of credibility that you think this has, how, how would you describe it? Because at a minimum, something happened here, right? I think at this point. Buck, there is a hundred. Well, let's let's take a step back. Initially, when Tucker Carlson came on his show and told this story, there was a blue checkmark brigade, as I call the woke media active on social media, on Twitter in particular, all day long, ridiculing the idea of Tucker Carlson's accusation as unfounded as a unmerited conspiracy theory. And just based on what we heard last night and this Axios report, at a minimum, Buck, at an absolute minimum, I think it is nearly 100% certain that Tucker Carlson's communications uh, regarding his potential interview with Vladimir Putin were intercepted by the NSA and they were aware of these conversations. Now, what I would say based on my reading and based on the Axios report it's possible that surveillance occurred because these guys that he was interacting with were being surveilled in some way, and they then ended up getting the correspondence through that as opposed to following Tucker. But were Tucker Carlson's communications, were they surveilled by United States government? I think the basic factual analysis now out there makes that a near 100% certainty. Would you agree with that analysis? It's it's 99% as far as I can see. Yeah. And I always leave open the possibility, right? But I, I'm with you in that something clearly happened just based on the timeline. I mean, for Tucker to go out on his show and say what he did before this most recent addition to the story from, from Jonathan Swan and Axios, and that's one of those things, as you point out, a lot of blue checks were mocking him and saying this is crazy time. That's right. Tucker wouldn't do that. All right. I know Tucker. You know, Tucker. He wouldn't do it unless he had really good cause to bring that out there. So now what you've established or what we're talking about here and the Axios report makes pretty clear because there are government sources talking to Axios about this is what would be considered perhaps incidental collection. Now, there are foreigners who will be under surveillance by the U.S. government. We all know this. This is part of the national security state that we have. Sometimes there are Americans whose communications with those foreigners can be intercepted as part of the intelligence gathering apparatus. Those identities, and I remember this when I was inside, those identities are very closely held and protected because otherwise you do have active surveillance, even if it's unintentional of a U.S. person. Now, 
That's where you get to ma- unmasking, right? These identities yes. explain are masked. Un- uh, explain unmasking for people out there, because I, I, I think there are a lot of people. You're uh, obviously an expert in this realm, but I think there are a lot of people like me who are just kind of casually aware of how spycraft would be going on. So let, let, me, let me kind of set the table and you explain what, what unmasking is. Let's say Tucker Carlson is talking, texting, emailing, with someone who is uh, representing the Russian government in some way in an effort to get Vladimir Putin on. If we are correct, and this Axios report is correct, and that his communications are then surveilled in some way, they don't necessarily know who is that person who is communicating with this individual that they may have under surveillance, right? This American citizen. How then would they become aware of who this American citizen is and how big of a uh, of an undertaking is it in your experience and your knowledge to find out who that is and how appropriate is it kind of take us into what unmasking means. So when we're talking about, say, an intercepted conversation, that's one way to look at this. And you can see, you know, if you had a transcript of this, you'd be reading exactly what what transpired. Um that's where you'd have either U.S. person one or X, Y, Z, or they just they anonymize that U.S. person as part of the rules to prevent spying on Americans and give some layer of protection. Now, you know, if if let's say think about this uh, this way, Clay, you know, if you had called and I know you've got your own Russia story, you're going to share it a little bit. Yes. But if you had spoken to Putin's personal assistant and you said we would love you to come on you know on uh, on the radio the Clay show. And Buck show yeah right uh they'd be able to figure out pretty quickly probably who was talking right so so let's remember that that masking the identity is not as much of a protection as people might think it is but then you get to unmasking which is where people who are at a certain level in the government and this came up during the Trump administration remember during the transition there were a lot of unmasking requests Yes, a lot of them happening from people yes. that were leaving government, but all of a sudden really wanted to know a lot about some unmasking. They keep a log. I mean, it's very clear that they know who's making these requests. So the Biden administration, if there was an unmasking of Tucker, they would know who said that they wanted to see officially who this person is. So that's one layer of abuse. And then you get into the layer of possible illegality. The moment that someone with access would spread this information outside of the uh, outside of proper channels, people properly cleared. That's a felony. And just to just to remind everybody, this is very similar to what happened to General Flynn, right? General Flynn lost his job and then was the subject of a a awful witch hunt by the federal government. They even continued to prosecute him after the DOJ said, drop these charges. Right. The Bill Barr AG DOJ said drop the charges. They went after General Flynn because someone leaked to the Washington Post transcript of the conversation he had with a Russian. That's a felony. And Clay, unsurprisingly, no arrests have been made in that leak. Now, here's the other thing that I would think, and you are, like we were saying, an expert in this. What is, I think, scary about this entire process is we've potentially got felonious uh, uh, coverage and or spying on Tucker Carlson by the party that's in power right now. So I just want to flip the script here on you and ask you what the reaction would be in the quote-unquote larger media sphere if Donald Trump had been president and Rachel Maddow were trying to get an investigation 
uh, were alleged to have been investigated by the NSA. This would be on the front page of every newspaper in America if somebody in the Trump administration had unmasked Rachel Maddow while she was trying to get a uh, an interview done, right? I mean, is there any doubt? Uh, and the reason why I'm using Rachel Maddow is I'm trying to say, okay, let's presume that this wasn't happening at Fox News, who the media all hates, and it wasn't happening to Tucker Carlson. Let's presume that it is the favored, uh, the favored child, so to speak, of the media, Rachel Maddow, on MSNBC, which is supposedly the trustworthy cable uh, arm. Or we could say uh, Don Lemon or Anderson Cooper or Jake Tapper or any of those guys at CNN, right? Is there any doubt that this would be front page news story and that there would be a major investigation almost instantaneously going on at Congress and that all of the Democrats in Congress, from Nancy Pelosi on down, Chuck Schumer, everybody, would be saying this is a direct attack upon the fundamental free press of our country. Uh, this is what a dictator would do. In the roles of her situation, they'd be demanding a special counsel, I think. They, yes. they would, and they'd probably get it because enough weak-kneed Republicans would say, oh, this is about the sanctity of our democracy. Yes. They'd get a special counsel going to fuck, because they'd say under a Trump White House, if this had happened, clearly this was at Trump's direction. I mean, they would lie if they, it doesn't matter, right? They'd yes. create a narrative of direct targeting of, in your example, Maddow, by Trump, by Trump's people. And yet, isn't it so interesting that we never found out who leaked General Flynn's name? This is a dirty, a dirty trick, a tool of the deep state that was used without consequence before against Trump. And now it seems like in the early stages it was being used against Tucker. Keep in mind, you know, maybe if Tucker hadn't found out about this, there this could have continued on. And all it takes, all it takes is one instance of the wrong stuff gets out there and you can take a real hit. Question for you from a uh, from an intelligence perspective. How many people would have the ability to unmask? In other words, how high up on the uh, sort of uh, flow chart of power does it go? In other words, could this be like a, a really low level person who has the power to do this? Or is this a uh, a fairly high level of clearance, security clearance wise, that would allow someone to request request an unmasking? It's it's a level of seniority where there are so many people that it would honestly be impossible and and probably even reckless to try to speculate. Like even hundreds of people would have I, the ability. I, I, to honestly, do this, I, you're, you're this is one idea. of those things too where I don't even you know, even when you're in the intelligence community, they would never tell me, especially at my level back then, what the full number, but. Senior level people would have the ability to do this. And but there's this stuff is all tracked and it's all kept. So here. So here's what's going to happen. They're going to pretend that this never happened. They're going to say the media is going to just allow this to die because to get the answers to this, you would need the pressure brought from day in, day out editorials and, and, and more news stories and front page stuff. But this is all a reminder of how the narrative is shaped. Right. We're supposed to be so concerned about an insurrection when there was no insurrection in the first place. There was a riot that's been exaggerated. And now we're at a place where they're using the regime in power, not sort of deep state leave behinds. That's what you had under Trump. Now the people in charge who are tied into this White House might be doing secret police stuff, authoritarian style tactics against their perceived political enemies. That should trouble everybody, but the fact that you, you see, Clay, the media went from "Oh, Tucker's crazy." They they're not surveilling yes. him. To hey, he was talking to Russians. You know, you get what you deserve. Maybe he's a traitor. In the blink of an eye, in the blink of an eye, it was unbelievable. I, I think I think this is a monster story. 
And in my opinion, Republican politicians should be in a big way, Buck, leaning on this and saying we need an investigation into how Tucker Carlson, who is, let's be clear, the most watched on many nights person in all of American politics on how his communications were swept up by the NSA. Like, this is chilling to me. And I'll talk about when we come back the chilling power of Russian surveillance that I have experienced. Uh, and uh, and we'll talk about this larger deep state threat, I think. But first, Buck, what you got for us? Dos Vidania, comrade. We'll get into yes. that. <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute. All right, look, I, I know a lot of us have pain these days, and you want to find a way to deal with it. So here's a story that might, uh, might illuminate a way for you to handle it. Sam in Colorado shared this with us. Before spine surgery, Relief Factor helped me live with severe pain in my leg and buttocks. It brought the pain to a tolerable level. Now, after surgery, I'm still taking Relief Factor as maintenance to help guard against the effects of inflammation. I do long-distance trekking, snowshoeing, hunting with heavy backpacks, and Relief Factor keeps me active on the trails at 73. You know, Sam, my dad's about your age, so I really appreciate you sharing this. And like you, my dad's really active. He plays golf multiple times a week. He's taking Relief Factor every day, and he says the pain has gone down dramatically after his golf games and other activities. Relief Factor is a 100% drug-free relief product, which addresses joint pain, knee, hip, back, neck, and Shoulder pain, Clay. No doubt. It's been created by doctors based on scientific research. My wife is using it. Your family can be using it as well. It will help your body reduce pain and inflammation associated with aging, exercise, and everyday living, which is why hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. Join the more than half a million people and order the three-week quick start today for only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are discussing all the craziness that is going on right now with Tucker Carlson, it appears being surveilled by our own national intelligence community. And Tucker talked about this on his show last night. Play it for everybody. I have learned in the last week that in Washington, the fact that the federal government is reading your emails is no big deal. And, and you're like a nutcase for even noting it or being bothered by it. There's no expectation of privacy whatsoever. But I think, and you would know, but the federal law is pretty clear on this. If NSA captures information sent privately by an American citizen, they have to keep that citizen's identity secret unless they go through a process to, quote, unmask it. So it seems very clear to me that they did exactly what they're not allowed to do. That is Tucker Carlson. Uh, you know a little bit about this, Buck Sexton. Would you agree with the statements that he made that we just played? Yeah, I think Tucker is on a he knows he's on a big story here about himself. Right. But it's it's real. And uh, I think it's so fascinating to watch how the media apparatus, the corporate Democrat media, doesn't come to, you know, they will not defend him. It doesn't matter what they could send, you know, Roger Stone style, 30 agents into Tucker's home in the middle of the night, you know, armed with long guns because Tucker was speaking to Russians and treason and insurrection. And the Washington Post would say, well, he probably deserves it. That's where this we are. Is, this I, I think you're right. And I think that's unfortunate. And that's why I keep saying that the precedents matter here. 
content needs to be applied evenly no matter the politics. This is a major story we're going to continue to discuss. If I told you that I could save you $800 a year on your groceries and you get exactly the same groceries and you have to do something very simple, you would jump on that opportunity, right? Well, I'm telling you, you can save up to $800 a year for your family just by switching your cellular phone carrier to Pure Talk. All right, you can abandon the overpriced wireless carrier you've got and join the Pure Talk family. You're going to save great money. Switching is so easy. Clay and I have the brand new iPhone 12s, and we're getting the same service we had before, but we're saving a lot of money. We want you to save too, Clay. Yeah, it is fantastic, and that's why we're telling you, hey, get hooked up. This guy is a CEO, is a U.S. veteran. He understands what it's like to serve. You can get six gigs of data all for just $30 a month. All you need to do is say Pure Talk and dial pound 250. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group. GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. 
GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome back in, Clay Travis. We're here hanging, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton, and uh, we are on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show, and we are breaking down what I think is a monumentally large story that is going to be ignored, go figure, by many people who are in our industry, even though if it were Rachel Maddow, instead of Tucker Carlson being targeted, there would be riots in the media streets. They would be... Uh, especially if it had happened, obviously, during the Donald Trump administration, they would be losing their minds over surveillance of media figures. But it happens with Joe Biden as president to Tucker Carlson, and they pretend first that it's a crazy conspiracy theory, as it has now become clear that there is, in fact, surveillance going on. If you look at the evidence and the data that has been provided, now they're saying, oh, well, it's pretty much deserved. It's Tucker Carlson, no matter what happens to him. We don't care. He's not a real member of the media. Last night, this is the conversation that Tucker had with Glenn Greenwald. If they were doing this perfectly legally, meaning they intercepted your email communications with legal authority because you were talking either to the Russian government, which they obviously are allowed to spy on, or to a target in the United States who you you were using as an intermediary, and they learned that way that you were communicating with the Russians about the possibility of an interview with Putin, they have the legal obligation to conceal your identity and make sure that nobody knows that you were the one that was speaking to the Russians, the intelligence that they care about is that the Russians were doing something, not with whom they were speaking. So clearly, there was either a failure to hide your identity as required by law, which is illegal, or an attempt to unmask it after it was minimized, which also would be a crime. That is well said and pretty succinct, Buck. You know this area of the law and of our country's regulations as it pertains to spying pretty well, probably better than anybody certainly who is doing daily uh, daily radio. I mean, this is a monster story that is really kind of starting to get swept under the rug by a lot of people who want to pretend it's not going on. First, on the facts, Glenn knows his stuff. And it's it's fascinating, isn't it? Because he's, he's a man of the left, but he is a a principled man of the left yes. on, on issues like this. And so he'll say things even that upset me. Can you imagine? I, I know people... Who tell me that when when either it's Glenn Greenwald or other principled leftists go on Fox News, all they get is hatred for speaking the truth, right? For right. just telling the American people what's going on. And this should be, and I know people say this, and we all roll, you know, people roll their eyes at it. Oh gosh, this should be above politics. Yeah. We should all want there to be real curbs, real blocks, and restrictions on police state activity. But here's the huge problem, Clay. I, and, I, and I hate having to say this. They got away with this against Trump. Orange yes. man bad was so bad in the eyes of, of leftists and Democrats that the abuses that happened, the falsification of information, which did end up with a criminal prosecution within the FBI FISA process to go after Carter Page. I know Carter Page. I've talked to Carter Page a lot. You speak to that guy for five minutes. You speak to him for five seconds. The idea that he was the center of some Russia-Putin steal-the-election conspiracy 
is bonkers level madness. It was always some, you know, fever swamp dream. It was craziness. And yet they managed to do it and successfully hamper, slow down and agitate Trump for four years based on that lie. So why would why wouldn't they? I mean, they leaked. Think about it this way. They leaked the General Flynn conversation, got him fired, got that special counsel rolling. Of course, they're going to use the police state tactics now. And all Americans should see this for what it is. But we're so polarized and politicized that this is what we see from journalists. Tucker had it coming is the attitude you get from people who are supposed to be the guardians of our republic and, you know, our fourth estate and all the rest of it. Total nonsense. Let me tell you my story about Russia. We were talking about this off the air before we came on. I don't know if you have a story that's any, anywhere similar to this, but I've been doing, obviously, national sports talk radio for years before we came together on this show. And several years ago, whenever Vladimir Putin, the election was going on in Moscow most recently, the producer on my radio show called me and he said, you're not going to believe this, but he said, I was working out at the gym. My phone rings, blocked number, no idea who it is. I pick it up. It's someone in Russia who is inviting you to come to Russia, all expense paid, to observe their elections taking place and how fair they are. Buck, I, I don't I still have no idea. My producer on the radio show doesn't have a public phone number. It's not like we really make a deal about the fact that he should be contacted over this process. I still don't know how they managed to call him. I don't know why they decided to invite me to Russia to observe the election of Vladimir Putin. I just wish I just wish we had a recording of this where you know I could just this is Oleg. I'm here <laughs> yes. for I'm here for Mr. Outkick coverage play. We invite you to come and be our very special guest for election coverage and um Putin promises no torture, no imprisonment for you even if you say maybe not the best thing but you know Good food, good entertainment. You know, I, I just, I wish we had the pitch. I wish we had the whole I, thing. I mean, how crazy is that? So, I mean, and, and you may think this is wild. I'm not a conspirator in that I don't believe in conspiracy theories all being, you know, uh, true or them being regular occurrences. But is it crazy of me to think that if Tucker Carlson is having some of his text messages, emails reviewed by the NSA. Is it crazy of me to think that the same thing could be happening to you and I? I mean, my man, Clay, you're apparently on the Kremlin speed dial. So I, feel uh, like, I mean, I feel and by the way, let me tell you, when I when I as somebody who's ex CIA and in the media, when I travel to certain countries, I know that I, I know and I'm being surveilled that yeah. I have to be careful because of of the fact that there are authoritarian regimes that are absolutely. Does it make you scared at all when you see that Tucker Carlson story? Like, do you think so? This is a bigger question, too. Do you think Tucker Carlson is uniquely being swept up or would you think this kind of thing could be happening to Sean Hannity, to Laura Ingram, to Buck Sexton, to Clay Travis? How how widespread could this it's, be? In other it's words? so tough to know. You'd have to know the individual communication habits and contacts of those individuals. But the fact that it could happen to one, that it would happen to somebody like that at the top level of conservative media certainly sends a chilling effect for all of us. And, and I just to, to put this in a in a the broadest possible context. 
we, I think, have become a bit numb in recent years because of the politicization of these police state tactics uh, and, and the surveillance apparatus being weaponized against political opponents, which is what happened to Donald Trump. That is what happened during the last administration. Full stop. That we also need to see that some of these old rules and laws and regulations, they are in place from from in some cases decades back. And we need to be more cognizant now than ever about abuses of surveillance powers by the state. Our whole lives are online these days. Yes. All your financial transactions, your, your communications, your phone. We have the most sophisticated and all-encompassing surveillance apparatus. It blows away what Orwell even thought was possible back in the 30s and 40s. And people are starting to say, well, if you have nothing to hide, wrong. That's not it- the way to view it. It's a great point, and and frankly, the courts are very far behind, as they often are by the technological age that we're in right now. For instance, something as similar, uh, simple as your phone, Buck. Like, if your phone gets in the hands of authorities and they're able to search it, they can find things in your phone that they would never be able to find necessarily by searching your home. Right. The Fourth Amendment and how it applies to your possessions, particularly your phone, which has basically the key to most people's lives. It's absolutely insane to think about how far behind our jurisprudence, our court cases are from where technology is. And by the way, right now, a lot of you out there need to save money. And look, I know that there are a lot of you trying to figure out the best possible choices you can make. Why not go ahead and get hooked up while interest rates remain low? There are options in the twos right now. They won't be around much longer. If you own your home, you need to be taking advantage of these rates. This is why you need to look at your loan right now. I mean, look at your current rate. Really get a sense of where it is. Because if you're paying more than 3.5%, and a lot of you listening are, you can drop that rate, which would mean a lower payment and less money spent to the bank over the to- over the term of your loan. If you want to refi or you want to buy a, a new place, you need to know all it takes is a 10-minute call to American Financing. Get a free mortgage review and see if you can save up to, think about this, $1,000 a month, that's twelve grand a year. What could you do with that money? No pressure, no obligations. And you can pre-qualify for free. And you may even be able to, and Clay, this is awesome, postpone two mortgage payments. You know, Take a little bit of the heat off. Call American Financing right now. The number is 800-777-8109. That's 800-777-8109. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumeraccess.org. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Buck here with Clay, and we wanted to tell you that we got Bill O'Reilly, someone you all know, I'm sure, very well from over the years. Bill O'Reilly is my colleague at The First TV, and uh, he'll be joining us at the top of the next hour. So that's in about, oh, 20 minutes or so, give or take. So Bill O'Reilly will be with us uh, in just a little bit. I, I want to tell you about this really important finding from the FBI. And uh, Clay actually, I think, has some expertise on this one, too, as a, as a father of three. Um, the FBI managed to uncover something truly sinister at the home and they did seize it as evidence. I want to be very clear that, that that's actually real reported on yesterday. It turns out that the FBI wanted to grab the Lego model 
of the Capitol building. That's right, Legos, that beloved children's toy. There's a Lego model of the Capitol building that one of the so the the alleged uh, chief conspirators in the insurrection had in his home. Clay, if if you if your kids have a a Lego White House or a Lego Empire State Building or something, better get rid of it right away. You don't know when the man's going to come for you. That is so embarrassing. I mean, I know we're talking about NSA failures, but can you imagine being an FBI agent who made that choice? I mean, we do, in fact, have a lot. I've got the three kids, right? We have a lot of those Lego famous objects in our house. I know we have the Empire State Building. I know we've had uh, some of the the, the Washington Monument. I think uh, some of the easier ones to craft. I think we have the White House. So, uh, obviously, when the FBI shows up at my door with their search warrant, we are screwed because there are a lot of different... We've also got, by the way, Buck, the Lego Death Star. So that clearly means that I'm trying to figure out a way to blow up the entire world. Oh, that's for cool. People out that's there, cool, the Star Clay. Wars Death Star. Your, your kids are building a weapon of mass destruction yes. out of Legos. That's right. I know some guys. We're going to have to send them to your door. But, but anyway, look, this is... See, we can sit here, Clay and I and you, and know that this is this is just on a train to crazy town with some of this stuff. But you have to understand, this country is living in two parallel realities right now about January 6th. There are some of us who say it was a mostly peaceful protest that did have a component of it that turned into a riot, and people who broke the law should be held accountable for breaking the law. But they weren't traitors engaged in insurrection. They broke property, assaulted police officers. Standard operating procedure, by the way, for the left for months and months in the summer of 2020 under the banner of BLM. But, but Clay, I, I wanted everyone to hear this. Here's what, a, I mean, he this, I, I don't like to take personal shots in there. This guy is one of the biggest jerks in political commentary. Uh, Dowd over at uh, ABC, he wants to make the case that January 6th, Clay, was worse, was worse than 9-11. I cannot believe somebody would, Say this out loud. It's much worse than it was on January 6th. And part of the problem is, is because there's been no accountability, it's given permission to do more of this. And not only is it given permission to just average people out there who might do crazy things, it's allowed the Republicans just to continue this big lie that they've pushed across. What would happen if after 9-11 we had done nothing? Think about that. And to me, though there was less loss of life on January 6th, January 6th was worse than 9-11 because it's continued to rip our country apart and give permission for people to pursue autocratic means. And so I think we're at a much worse place than we've been. And as I've said, I think we're in the most perilous point in time since 1861 in the advent of the Civil War. Now, this guy's a moron. Shut up. Right. I mean, this is the stupidest. I mean, like, look, I understand that there are a lot of dumb people who get paid money to go on television. This is the dumbest. This might be the dumbest argument that I have heard this year. That's saying something, Buck, that that we're in the most perilous time since 1861. I mean, this is just blatantly not true. In addition to the fact that 9-11 compared to January 6th. I I like how he just slips in and he goes, okay, there was a little more loss of life. 3,000 people. Uh, close to 3,000 people, you know, murdered in one mass casualty terrorist attack versus the only person killed by violence on the January 6th insurrection was an unarmed female protester going through a door with no Former warning veteran. and no name for the shooter, by the way. 
You're going to compare Ashley these Babbitt things? is the only person who died directly because of the... Now, the people are going to say, oh, well, there are other people. Yeah, they had other health-related conditions that led to deaths surrounding January 6th. But the only person to be killed that would otherwise still have been alive on January 6th was Ashley Babbitt. And we still buck to the extent that they want to do an investigation. We still don't know who the shooter was. We still don't know whether really it was justified. They just kind of came out and said, yes, it was justified. She was unarmed, former military veteran. And wh- uh, why can't we know? If, if this were a local law enforcement agency, if this we were would know your, 30 your seconds after the video went Absolutely. out. Absolutely. And if this were a BLM protester, we would have known within, within hours. And within the officer hours. would have been fired and charged with murder. And yet Congress, because Capitol Police only responds to Congress, decides to shield this person's identity if it's a lawful shoot, which is what, you know, in police terms, which is what they've was, alleged. Yes. If it's a lawful shoot, tell us the name of the individual. Tell us the justification for the shooting and let the public decide if those parameters are met here. But to do this, I mean, can you imagine they're they're hiding what was a, a lethal force incident in the United States Capitol against an unarmed woman? And the Democrats are lecturing us about insurrection every day. I have words to say about this, Clay, but I can't say them thanks to the FCC. Yeah, it it is that argument. The fact that you could make it with a straight face that January 6th is worse than 9-11, even historically to make the argument, Buck, that we're anywhere near where we were in the days of the Civil War or, frankly, World War II or any other major conflict that we have been involved in as a country is laughably absurd. Coming up here, we're going to have our friend Bill O'Reilly, host at The First TV, to uh, to join us to talk about what he's up to. We're going to weigh in with him on all the latest, including this insurrection craziness that people are talking about, the media, uh, also the Biden administration. The quick trip yesterday, Clay, just kind of a, uh, a quick handshake with the mayor of Chicago and then moving on to talk about collectivist, massive centralization and government spending. We got Bill O'Reilly coming up and much more here on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. 800 282 2882 if you want to call and tell us what you're thinking about the show today. Remember to go to clayandbuck.com for stories, updates, and clips. That's clayandbuck.com. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. He served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training. He was paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helped severely injured service members and first responders, as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It's already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at t2t.org. That's T, the number two, T, dot org.
When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.